أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. In this episode we are going to continue speaking about the virtues of Imam Ali but this time in his own words. In the first subsection Imam Ali speaks about his own knowledge. Imam Ali salam, in his sermon after having been pledged allegiance to as the Caliph said, O people, ask me before you lose me. Ask me for I have knowledge of the past and the future. By Allah, if I was set up to judge, I would certainly judge for the people of the Torah with their Torah itself. He then said, Ask me before you lose me. By he who split the seed and originated man. Were you to ask me about each and every verse of the Qur'an, I would inform you when the verse was revealed and the reason for its revelation. So as you can see from this hadith, Imam Ali encouraged the people of his time to ask him from his knowledge. Because asking is the key to gaining knowledge. And Imam Ali had been trained by the Holy Prophet. He was at one with the truth and the Holy Qur'an. And it was for the benefit of the people that they would ask him and he would be able to pass on that knowledge to them for their own benefit. It is only perhaps today that we understand the importance of this knowledge, especially when it comes to the explanation of the Holy Qur'an, because one who investigates the science of the tafsir of the Qur'an understands how much more we need to know about this holy book. And so Amir al-Mu'minin at his time encouraged his people to ask from that knowledge. It was not something that he was going to keep for himself, but something he was willing to part with, something he was willing to pass on to the ummah. In the next hadith, Imam Ali is reported to have said, I am fused with a hidden knowledge, such that were I to disclose it, you would be shaking like ropes hanging from a bucket in a deep well. So there are levels to the Imam's knowledge. Some knowledge is that which he can share, that which he can pass on to the level of the intellect of his audience. But there is other deep knowledge that can only be borne by those people that have the capacity for it. And what is the apparent meaning of this hadith and other hadith like it is that not everybody is able to handle the depths of knowledge. In the next subsection, Imam Ali salam talks about his own victimization. He is reported to have said, I have been oppressed ever since the Prophet ﷺ passed away. And he's also reported to have said, No person has faced what I have faced. He said, I used to think that the ruler oppresses people, but now the people oppress the ruler. When someone said to him, Verily you are greedy for the caliphate. He replied, Rather you are, by Allah, greedier and more remote, while I am more suited as well as more qualified for it. I have only demanded it as a right that is mine, while you are intervening between me and it, and you are keeping me away from it. O oh Allah, I appeal to you for assistance against the Quraysh and all those who have aided them, for verily they have denied me the rights of kinship, lowered my high position, and have grouped together to challenge what is rightfully mine. And as we know, after the death of the Holy Prophet ﷺ, Imam Ali put forward his claim to the Caliphate based on his merit, on his kinship, and his appointment by the Holy Prophet ﷺ. But there were those that saw a benefit in not giving him leadership. And so they took from Imam Ali what he considered to be rightly his, and also what the Shia considered to be rightfully the place of Imam Ali at the leadership of the Islamic Ummah. And yes, he did attain the caliphate later on in his life, but there had been so many changes to the prophetic message that Imam Ali was not able to fulfill his purpose. And with the wars that were waged on him on behalf of the companions and the khawarij, 
in the four years of his caliphate he barely had time to revive the ummah before he was poisoned and so you can see that imam ali was absolutely oppressed in his time despite the centrality of him in the proclamation of the message especially in the establishment of the message in the early years if somebody is to go back to the history they will understand imam ali's role in establishing the prophetic message and his special position with the holy prophet and the fact that he used to have private sessions with the holy prophet and he was taught by the holy prophet these are all great attributes that none of the other companions of the prophet had the next subsection talks about a few hadith that start with verily i imam ali salam is reported to have said verily i do not encourage you to perform any act of obedience without performing it myself first nor do i prohibit you from any sin without first refraining from it myself so imam ali salam is explaining that he leads by action he does not hypocritically tell you to do something that he himself doesn't do and at the same time he doesn't prevent you from doing something that he himself doesn't prevent himself from doing and what he is saying in this sentence is that he is performing an absolute level of compliance with Islam and that is why he is able to preach Islam that is the way he is able to prohibit those acts that are prohibited and to order to those acts that are obligatory in the next tradition Imam Ali salam is reported to have said Verily, I am among you, O people, like Aaron was among Pharaoh's clan, the door of relief for the children of Israel, like Noah's ark for Noah's people. And verily, I am the great news, and Naba'ul Azim, the most voracious person, and very soon you will all know what you have been promised. So this explains the position of Imam Ali in the salvation of his people and the salvation of his followers who will come after. He is also reported to have said, Verily, I have never fled from the battlefield. And while this might seem like a simple hadith on the surface, it is again a statement of Imam Ali's commitment to the religion of Islam, that he never ran away from the battlefield. And again, if you compare this to the other companions, there are other companions who did run away from the battlefields in the heat of the battle, and at times even left the Holy Prophet ﷺ to the enemy, specifically in my mind right now is the battle of Uhud where many of the companions ran away and sought safety while Imam Ali salam stood beside the Holy Prophet and fought off the enemy and incurred a large number of wounds on that day. The next subsection speaks about ahadith that start with the word I meaning the descriptions that Imam Ali salam gives of himself. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said I am the one who belittles the world meaning the world that distracts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is also reported to have said I am the closest in resemblance to the Prophet, the foremost to enter Islam, the demolisher of idols, the combatant of the faithless, and the suppressor of the antagonists. So here Imam Ali again describes himself with some attributes that are specific for him. Him being the closest to the Holy Prophet and especially the foremost to enter Islam because Imam Ali is recorded to be the first person to enter the fold of Islam and in fact in the narrations that the Shia have for the first revelation Imam Ali is present with the Holy Prophet at the time of the first revelation and this riwayah is to be found in Nahj al-Balagha The story of revelation according to the Shia is different to the normal story of revelation that we hear from the historical sources. Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, I am the flag of guidance, the sanctuary of the God-weary ones, the place of generosity, the ocean of open-handedness, and the mountain of intelligence. He salam is reported to have said, 
I am Allah's differentiator between hell and heaven, and none will enter it but as differentiated by me. I am the greatest distinguisher, and I am the imam for those after me, and the executor of the will of those before me. So here we understand the traditions that speak about Imam Ali being one with the truth, because he is the criterion which separates those people that will go to heaven and those people that will go to hell. Not because of some kind of partisanship, but because he is a manifestation of the truth. And this is what gives him that position on the Day of Judgment, that he will distinguish and differentiate between the people of heaven and the people of hell. In another tradition, Imam Ali is reported to have said, I am the leader of the believers, and wealth is the leader of the debauched. And if you remember, there was another hadith as well in the previous episode, where wealth was the leader of the hypocrites. Imam Ali is also reported to have said, I am the guide, and I am the guided. I am the father of the orphans and the destitute, and the guardian of the widows. I am the refuge of every weak person, and the haven of every fearful one. I am the leader of the believers to paradise. I am the strong rope of Allah. I am Allah's firmest handle, and the word of God-weariness. I am the eye of Allah, his truthful tongue, and his hand. So here we can see that the Imam holds that social-political position of being the aider of the weakened people in society. But at the same time, he has that position because of his station with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the station of annihilation and subsistence in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these stations are explained more in the science of mysticism. But this is what makes Imam Ali at one with the truth. In the next hadith, Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, I am the first who will plead for justice before Allah on the Day of Judgment. And he said, I was the first to embrace Islam. And he said, I was the first to pray with the Prophet. The next subsection are miscellaneous hadith from Imam Ali alayhi salam. Imam Ali alayhi salam narrated that the Prophet said, Were it not for you, O Ali, the believers would not have been known after me. That is that it is the believers that stuck to Imam Ali and took the side of Imam Ali and that is what distinguished those people who believed from other people. Imam Ali is reported to have said, By Allah, I would rather pass a night awake on the thorns of prickly bush or be driven in chains as a prisoner than meet Allah and his messenger on the day of resurrection having wronged anyone. By Allah, even if I am given all the domains of the seven heavens with all that exist under the skies in exchange for disobeying Allah to the extent of snatching away one grain of barley from an ant, I would never do it. So this is the commitment that Imam Ali has to justice and this is why he is the rightfully appointed leader of the Ummah because he would not wrongfully allot anything. And this attribute of course if you go back to history and you see how the caliphs dealt with the caliphate other than Imam Ali and Imam Al-Hasan you will find that they allotted money in the wrong places. In fact, this was one of the main reasons as to why some of the community revolted against Uthman, the third caliph. But then after that revolt, when the Umayyads firmly took hold of the government, there were many other revolts, but none were able to overthrow the government until the time of the Abbasid dynasty. In the next hadith, Imam Ali is reported to have said, Verily, my example among you is that of a lamp in the darkness. Whoever enters its vicinity is enlightened by it. And it is reported that he used to say, Neither does Allah have a sign bigger than me, nor does Allah have a news greater than me. After the Holy Prophet of course. In the final tradition, Imam Ali is reported to have said, I have never doubted the truth ever since it was shown to me.
and this hadith has a straightforward meaning which is exactly what it says and it can also carry a mystical meaning as well when ruminating upon what it means when he says the truth was shown to him inshallah in the next episode we will speak about bibi fatima alayhi salam wa sallallahu ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi tayyibin at-tahirin